0: You're listening to the Cup of Joe Morning Show podcast hosted by Joe Hunter
1: on the Sound of Life at soundoflife.org. We're looking at trees a lot now, you know, uh, and mo- mostly the leaves that are on the trees or at least were on the trees. Boy, it was like, whew, here they are coming down. They changed in one hour and the wind is blowing them down in another. Seems like every year is kind of like that. But uh, it's, they create absolutely beautiful scenery because of the hills and valleys and the mountains and such, and the comedian was saying, we go look at them, but they're dying. The leaves are just dying. He said, I said, yes, they are, but the trees are not dying. That's the thing that's important to remember. I know I get a little too serious, though. No, that they're, they're shedding the leaves to keep the trees alive, and they used to think that trees were competitive, that they competed to get position, you know, and get the light and all that, and biologists now say that trees are actually social. They're not competing, they have a community. It's all underground where you're walking. Isn't that the coolest thing? It's like a fungal network. Now I didn't mean to mess up your cereal, but anyway. But they they even keep these ancient stumps of long felled companions alive for centuries by feeding them a sugary solution through their roots. More you learn about God's creation, I'm telling you, if there if there was ever a true statement, I mean, you know, there was never a truer statement in the Bible that the creation just screams really at creators. Amazing. So it's really kind of cool there. They uh, they have an underground communication and interaction system driven by that fungal network so that trees pass on information for best growth patterns. It can divert nutrients to trees in need, more likely to pass them on to trees, other species. And we all know that the leaves are gonna decay and become fertilizer. Anyway, so it's it's kind of cool, isn't and it? And here he is, Mr. Norder. The Cup of Joe Morning Show with Joe Hunter. A uh, word of warning, he's a morning person. Aww. What'd you learn? in church over the weekend, all right? self-help industry is booming. I mean, I didn't actually learn that, but I was reminded of that in church, yeah. Because the thing is, you can't better you. You can't better you. God takes you and rebirths you, saved through grace, as Paul said to the church in Ephesus. You can't boast. Wow, whosoever will be saved, call on the name of the Lord you can't be that, can you absolutely amen the cup of joe morning show with joe hunter he'll put a smile on your face no matter what side of the bed you got up on you have probably seen him on a short really emotional video clip as a judge a real judge his name is frank caprio he's um a little age on him. I would say he's an old guy, but you know, he's really cool. He's obviously Italian, talking about his his parents and stuff. And you see him on these video clips where he's standing in front of somebody that he's in a, like a traffic court, you know, and they're explaining some things. And he talks with them. He has some fascinating conversations, but he had a fascinating conversation with someone and he told an amazing story about going to Ellis Island. He knew his parents had immigrated. And so he was in New York and he said, I'm gonna take this opportunity to go to Ellis Island. He's there and he's in the place where his young father came through. He's touching the rail, the steps, the the counters that he said he must have leaned on or whatever, you know, and he's just thinking about those times. And he thought, wow, we, it's just amazing, very emotional for him. And he was telling his father about what he did and he finished and his father looked at him and he said, uh, our ship came in at Plymouth. The Cup of Joe morning show with Joe Hunter. He is that morning person. Prayer from Lisa Trucurst. Thought I'd include you. It's she's for women, obviously, you know, and a lot of women around know Lisa Trucurst, which she's been through and stuff. Dear Lord, I want to be a woman with a teachable heart, a willing spirit, a bendable will, and a loving attitude. I want to be guided by you each moment of my life. Help me to be this woman more and more day by day. In Jesus' name, amen. Reaching the heart of the Northeast, the sound of life. I'm going to introduce you to somebody that you may not have heard of. Preston Morrison is his name, and um he has got a question for you that I thought is just take a, a few seconds. And it's basically, well, I'll let him ask that. You know, if somebody asks you this question, and he's going to answer the question too, it's pretty neat. It may change the way that you go about their day today. Somebody cornered you right now in this season of your life and said, Why do you exist? Why are you here? Why did the creator of all things? Choose to create you, what would your answer be? The number one reason I created you was to be my best friend, and that is the number one reason he created you. Waking up with a cup of joe, I can't imagine traveling to school every day without it. It helps. Me, um, in my prayer over our school and our students and teachers. So thank you for all that you do. The sound of life. I never thought I'd run into a story that reminded me of a Wayne Watson song. Can it be? If you remember Wayne Watson, uh, you remember the great days of the 90s in Christian music. 1992, he did a song called The Touch of. Of the master's hand. Wayne Watson could tell stories like nobody is. Incredible. And it starts out, well, it was battered and scarred, and the auctioneer felt it was hardly worth his while to waste much time on the old violin, but he held it up with a smile. Well, it sure ain't much, but it's all we got left. I guess we ought to sell it too. Oh how oh now, who'll start the bid on this old violin? Just one more and we'll be through and then he cried one give me one dollar so he goes on with the song and eventually a gray-haired man from the back comes up front tunes it plays the most beautiful melody ever and now the auctioneer says hey who give me one thousand he'll give me two because <laughs> it had a touch from the master's hand and Wayne Watson didn't have to illustrate it any further. Now, that has actually happened, by the way. This man bought a large painting, Dutch painting, called Adoration of the Magi. It is believed to go back to Rembrandt's very early professional days as a painter. It was bought in 1985, auctioned at Christie's in Amsterdam in 2021, presumed to be from an apprentice or artists from the same time and place. The buyer paid $860,000, even though the opening bid was around $15,000. And if it looked like a Rembrandt, it was pretty nice. That was nice, right? Adoration of the Magi, so it has been tested. Believe you me, a long and complex verification process that includes multiple forms of scientific imaging. And it has placed the painting not at the feet of an apprentice, but of the master himself. Oh, yeah, is that something? Try to own Oh, this isn't from an apprentice. This is from Rembrandt himself, painted that. Him. Well, the price has gone up a little bit, as it always does. When you have a touch of the master's hand. Now we're going to be starting at about $18 That's what we're going to be starting. You've been listening to the Cup of Joe Morning Show podcast on The Sound of Life, the Hudson Valley's 100% listener-funded Christian radio station. For more information on upcoming events, contests, to ask for prayer, and to become a member of the Sound of Life family by supporting the station, visit us at soundoflife.org.